Okay. Oh, good start. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. It's, How are uh, you? Good, at, yeah, good. Look at your shirt. Look at yours. For all our viewers. We got some Wizard PhD merch, Magical Theory and Wands Ready merch. Is there some test test attempts? Test? Though they are... Oh, test uh, for... They're, mm-hmm. they're, yeah. Yeah. They're up for sale, but... They are. Link in the description. I think there's a lot that I like about them. I kind of want mine to be a different color. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably wind up getting like a dark... So this would be the same... But then this might be a darker, like, I don't know, dark. Well, maybe without the writing, I'll be okay. Okay. (laughs) That would be a different thing, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. we'll see. Maybe white. Mm -hmm. White could work good. Why don't we tell people who are new what this is? Uh, Nobody knows. Nobody knows. (laughs) It's impossible to say. This is uh, our podcast where we step chapter by chapter through the harry potter series it's community day in pokemon Pokemon go Go. sorry (laughs) jeff will explain what this podcast is uh chapter by chapter with winston in the background biting on his toys um we stepped through the harry potter books and we just finished harry potter and the sorcerer's stone or harry potter and the philosopher's stone the first book Mm -hmm. uh at the turn of the year this is the beginning of 2020 if you're watching it in the future hello hi um yeah, all of book one is now available yep. on Anchor. I even uploaded those missing episodes when we transferred over from another platform. So everything is up if you want to start on book one. But if you're reading book two, then we can start here. I think we just wanted an outlet. Like we talk creatively and we talk philosophically about the things that we like and just want an outlet to share with people. And if anyone enjoyed it, that's just a bonus. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's called Magical Theory. Right. Um, the title has to do with the subject magical theory and, <laughs> and wizards who have theorized about the nature of magic. Our logo has these um, terms that are related to that. So You're probably not correct Latin translations of what we were going for. But yeah, it works uh, for we us. tried our best. It works for us. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely we take a lesson each chapter and we explore that. And sometimes we can go off on tangents. And sometimes Winston mischiefs around the corner yeah, and we, we'll draws my attention. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's pretty much what we do. We, you know, episodes aren't too long. We just try to talk about a theme or two from the chapters and things that we like and callbacks to other ideas and things from the future. It's this is not a spoiler-free podcast, nope. though. Generally, I mean, we're not like launching ahead, but we'll maybe hint at things or talk briefly about something that's coming forward mm-hmm. yep. yeah so cool. i think yeah i'm just super excited to get back to it turn of the new decade mm-hmm. uh, new book yeah short chapter short chapter uh if you're ready i am uh, ready let's Our do it Juan's ready Juan's ready so everyone can turn to page one the worst birthday. <laughs> Didn't have to look that up, although you oh, wrote it in there earlier. I did write it in there. <laughs> Today's lesson is called The Sound of Silence. <laughs> yeah. I realized as you were walking and I was like singing that song to myself. It's because, I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah, it's a great an song. earworm for sure. A brief synopsis. It's a short chapter. The chapter begins with Harry Potter back living at Four Privet Drive. With Hedwig locked in her cage and all of Harry's magical equipment locked away, his family was as disgusted as ever with Harry, whose presence was to be erased in preparation 
for a dinner with potential clients for Vernon Dursley. Harry's family's attempts to isolate him were nothing compared to how Harry felt about not hearing from his best friends from his first year at Hogwarts. He had even begun doubting those friendships when a mysterious figure appears on his bed. Mm. I... It, look, it's not not a ton happens. It's no. a setup chapter. It's a lot of uh, summary of what yeah. happened, who Harry is, why we're here, what this world is, what happened last book. And I feel like the only real thing of note, two things come to my mind. One is that I, I was also playing around with like the more things change as a title because, you know, the Dursleys are as ridiculous as ever possibly more ridiculous than they have been <laughs> though we do see hints of dudley being uh kind of cruel i mean in a different way i mean a, a little bit even right like his his cruelty maybe is going to transform as harry becomes you know more of a wizard um but yeah that that stuck out to me and then just the whole thing about not getting letters and how that must have felt mm-hmm. for Harry. Yeah. yeah. So at the beginning or near the beginning of the chapter when Harry's like, oh, you forgot the magic word. And yeah, like that, literally everyone yeah. gets so triggered. All the Dursleys my are just quote. like, oh dear. I meant please. And then Vernon, because we talked about this in the last season about Vernon and his relationship with the wizarding world. So mm. Petunia, I mean, her sister was a witch. So she has like some sort of familiarity with Hogwarts mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And um, I remember in that episode you were asking about like Vernon's coping and basically like, well, now he has to confront that they have Harry and Harry is a wizard and just dealing with this again. And he, he doesn't want to deal with it. Um, but yeah, for sure. I One of my favorite quotes was on page three, actually. Mm. And it's the end of one sentence uh, where talking about Vernon and uh, because Harry Potter wasn't a normal boy. As a matter of fact, he was as not normal as it is possible to be. So mm-hmm. again, actually, so this is uh, sort of a parallel to the first chapter in the first book where sure. it's all about the Dursleys being normal. And that's basically their defining characteristic is that they're normal. And then all this other stuff happens. And here we're contrasting with Harry. Harry's yeah. not normal. And I think the difference this time after having a year in this magical school is that Harry doesn't, I mean, not that he necessarily seemed like he wanted to be normal, but he's kind of, um, and I mentioned this to you earlier, he's kind of outgrown it. He's not like, it's not impressive. <laughs> the Dursleys are pretty basic people. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of what I was picking up on. What has come into my head as you've been talking is actually me just playing around with the because you mentioned it's very similar to the first chapter and of course it is and I was thinking about of the first book Mm -hmm. I was thinking about all of the first chapters that I could remember off the top of my head but more than that all of the moments where Harry is at Privet Drive Mm -hmm. and some of the ways where how he leaves Privet Drive I think that will be interesting in the future for us to think about like the different ways that he leaves Privet Drive because they're each year is, of course, different. Yeah. And this year will be fun and crazy and different. Yeah. But his time in Privet Drive is this, like, in a very cruel way, grounding. Because it's like, oh, you, you, Harry, should remember that, like, not, not only did you not have, like, just a rosy year at Hogwarts in your first year, but there's a whole world out here. Mm-hmm. And the 
the Dursleys are a microcosm of what could be what what could happen to you or what people how people could treat you mm-hmm. it's kind of a it's tough i mean it's it's such a unique cycle here of like going to hogwarts and coming back and mm-hmm. coming back for harry is just so awful it's just mm-hmm. awful yeah i don't know i can't even really conceive of how it badly it must like just feel to mm-hmm. like I mean, he has like kind of a rosy, like, oh, you know, it's not home for me, not really. Yeah, right. at least in the movie, right? <laughs> uh-huh. But it's sort. It's actually, I don't know. It's yeah. pretty dark. <laughs> yeah. So there's a description in there uh, where it says he missed Hogwarts so much it was like having a constant stomach ache, and yeah. I wrote anxiety yes. <laughs> right next to that. <laughs> I mean, so everyone has different physiological reactions. Like I get it mostly in my the center of my chest, um, but that's what I thought about and. I don't know. I So I try to have charitable perspectives on people, but it's very difficult for me to have a complex perspective on the Dursleys. Just based on like what we know about them, they're they're just very simple and shallow people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just the ways that they this whole chapter they're like practicing this facade for these people that they're trying to impress and they're pretty garbage humans in the first yeah, place they and they're just like, you know, dressing it up and it's um Well, it's know. a great thing to to reflect on too, which is like the difference between when we learn people's backstories, Snape, Petunia, mm-hmm. different people, Dumbledore to some extent. Like we get the opportunity to see how they rationalize or mm-hmm. see maybe where their behavior comes from, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily justify it. Right. right. And I think Petunia will be the prime example of this. More, even more so than Vern. There's, Vernon is like, he. it feels like he has never changed. When, when Petunia and him got together, he was probably exactly the same as he is right now and mm-hmm. how he would have acted then, which is not good at all anyway. But then Petunia, mm-hmm. like her story doesn't excuse cruelty so snape always becomes the main question mark and we will talk ad nauseum i'm sure about Mm -hmm. snape as the the years go on here but it's just a very when you think about backstories anytime i think about like writing or D &D or anything with backstories it is motivational like what are the person's motivations for acting the way that they do but it is Mm -hmm. not justifiable necessarily Right, because even we talked at, in the last chapter or like the last episode about Harry Potter. So like Harry doesn't have to turn out the way that he is. Like Harry, Harry doesn't, ha- he's just so nice and kind mm-hmm. to everyone for the most yes. part. I mean, he has his little his riffs with Malfoy. but Dudleys. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's it's interesting because like he doesn't have to, he could, I, I'm I'm impressed because Harry has this like, even with this situation with the Dursleys, that he has this sense of wonder and like and wanting to do good <laughs> into the world, and so yeah, it um, it's very complicated because you have people have experiences and that shapes like the ways that they see the world or how they exist in the world. But there's so yes, you have your past, your experiences, or your framings, but you also have pretty much like free agency like you don't have to be trapped by a certain label or box or yeah way you're that you right grew up, harry's but... a great example of that yeah totally yeah 
Um, another quote that I picked up or as one of my favorites mm. was, so Harry is, uh, he's being punished and he has to do all these chores and everything. And he's thinking in his head, wish they could see the famous Harry Potter now, he thought savagely as he spread manure on the flower beds, his back aching, sweat running down his face. And so that to me was a nod, again, if we're revisiting Harry and basically like his place in the world. So we talked about this a lot last season of um, like who is Harry Potter, this construction of Harry Potter, this like external thing that is a myth or that has become a myth in the wizarding world and how he has to like negotiate that as he's making sense of who he is and I don't know what he is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's to me, there's kind of this like there's already this sort of uh, frustration there from Harry's perspective of he has this like famous title that's latched on to him or people assume that he has this wonderful life and he's just kind of well he's just Harry still mm-hmm. and um just Harry yeah for people to be able I guess like for me I I can relate to that of like wanting people to see you in a certain way but other people not seeing you in that way or I mean many people I, I'm sure feel this way of trying to like be seen as the fully like messy <laughs> human that you are and not just this clean little story of a human. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I was thinking about of, you know, people think that his life is grand or that it's, he's the great Harry Potter, <laughs> but here he is just shoveling manure. Yeah. <laughs> I've always often wondered too, you know, there's a, there's definitely a um, narrative about hard work and things mm-hmm. and, and, I wonder if there's a presence, I've never really looked online in Harry Potter forums, of people who, who kind of maybe celebrate Dumbledore for placing Harry where he is. Um, because even Dumbledore's own spoken rationalization, at least to McGonagall and Hagrid, is kind of about needing Harry to grow up normal or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think it's interesting to contrast Harry with, with Neville. Let me finish my thought. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting conundrum, I feel like. The idea of hard work and like developing humility or something like that, of, of like Harry being in his place. Or, and that place is pretty cruel, right? And I think that's the fine line here is like anyone who, who argues, and I'm not a huge fan of the argument myself, of like, oh, well, he Harry, Harry was able to develop a certain personality because he went through this like horrible upbringing and it's like, well, you know, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. like, I don't agree. I mean, I think people go through horrible upbringings and it is cruel and there isn't some magic protecting them, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is what this story eventually gets to of like, well, Harry was never in danger. Like he was magically protected by love. Yay. Right. But really like it's, it is very questionable every time he comes back here, like despite Dumbledore, a good example of rationalization and justification, like he can rationalize it as like he needs, Harry needs like a booster shot on his uh, love vaccine to protect him himself. But really like, what does that look like and how kind of cruel it is and what you're causing Harry to go through, right? Mm -hmm. There's a line. What if it was more? What if he was, you know, beaten by them, obviously, and, or like, threatened or tortured you know then what would Mm -hmm. you would you still send him back so that he could get his you know magical Mm -hmm. protection i don't know but it's a you know it's part of it 
it's part of Harry's story for sure. And it definitely, it's in the first book, like it, it made me think when, especially reading this now, like how well Harry can stand up to Malfoy, I think is developed through his relationship with Dudley, right? Mm. Like he quickly recognizes what a bully looks like and how they act and like mm-hmm. the two-facedness and yeah. But it's a good chapter. Mm-hmm. I mean, the character on the bed, man. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, well, because there were eyes in the bush. I know. Oh. <laughs> and Harry just like... Pre- I can't wait. <laughs> Jiggery pokery. <laughs> I know. Hocus pocus. Yeah. Saying Squiggly nonsense. wiggly. Yeah. <laughs> but fun yeah. though, fun. I mean, I'm ready. I'm really ready. It's yeah, a good book. Getting it's, into the chamber. It's going to be a fun one. I haven't read Chamber of Secrets in a while. Mm. I've read Sorcerer's Stone like uh, standalone a few times just for fun. Mm-hmm. But Chamber of Secrets like... I don't know how many times I've read it. Probably less than five, mm. would be my guess. Yeah. And it's been a while, a long while. Uh, probably, no, a in year. In grad school. Because we did an episode with, I thought that we read Chamber oh, Secrets. we totally, totally yeah. did. So, yeah. You are uh, absolutely right. Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets are the only books, Harry Potter books, that are I've read. Are those videos re-read. still up? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So those two oh, are the yeah. only books that right. I've reread. Sure. I've read, yeah, we'll talk about it in the later books. Of- yeah my familiarity with the with the text but yeah i'm also for sure yeah i'm also looking forward to it awesome yeah. you got anything else Nope. all right well thanks for starting with us on uh book two season two yeah and uh hope you enjoy hope everyone's having a good day until next time one's ready, ready.